Hi, Gateway Church Dartford here. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We trust that what you hear will be a blessing and an encouragement to your journey. Praise God. Let's just come to the Word now. Let's just bow our heads. Father, we thank you for your Word. We thank you for the authority that is within your Word. This morning we pray that your Word help us to connect afresh with you. I pray for the spirit of wisdom, revelation, knowledge that is found within the Scriptures to impact and impart our lives in a new way. I pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to talk about developing a culture of honor. Developing a culture of honor. This morning we've spent some time in praise and worship unto God. Okay, it's been great, isn't it? The, the time we've spent this morning in worship. That's a, a, a way for us to honor God in our praise, in our worship. Isn't it? Can I get an amen? Do we honor God when we pray, when we praise, when we worship God? Yes, we do. We honor God with our worship. And the Bible says that God dwell in the praises of His people. Many years ago, I heard Lindsay say this. And you've heard me spoke about Lindsay a few times. He, he impacted my life in many ways. And he said that, he said this, that stuck with me. He said, God is not the only one that enjoy praise and worship, our praise and worship. God enjoys our company. He does. He enjoys our company. And, and it's vice versa. We enjoy the presence of God when we worship and He enjoys us. He enjoys you. He wants to spend time with us and get to know us. So this morning, honor is something that I want to talk to you about. It's very, I think, very easy for us to talk about honoring God because no Christians is going to say, you know what, I don't believe in that. and I don't believe this is what we have to do. Every Christian will say amen to that. Let's have a culture of honor. Let's honor God. But this morning, I want to talk to you about honoring one another. Honoring one another. Okay, I want to go to the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 8. Um, and the Apostle Paul says this to the church at Philippi. This is what he says. He says, finally, brothers or brethren, if you've got that in your Bible, whatever is true and whatever is honorable, underline that word, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, okay? Honor, this is what Bill Johnson says, he says this, he says a culture of honor is celebrating a person who a person is, sorry, without stumbling over who they're not. Okay, A culture of honor is celebrating who a person is without stumbling over who they are not. Isn't it so easy to pick up on the things that we are not good at? We live in a culture 
We live in a society that picks up on all the negative things. The media blow up all the negative things. If you turn your TV on, I can guarantee there are some sort of negative news on it that sells the newspapers, that make people want, want to more be hungry for what would sell a story. It is amazing that good and positive vibes do not sell a story. Have you noticed that? That negative seems to sell a story. I made a decision, rightly or wrongly, you may disagree with me. I made a decision when I came to the Lord at the age of 16, I will never read a newspaper. Every now and again I've, I've picked something on the train or something that I've glanced, but I've never, ever purposely, actively, personally for myself, pick up a newspaper and read it from front to back and digest it. My dad is a fanatic of newspapers. My dad loves news. All the years I have lived, I've never known my dad to miss the 7.30 news in Mauritius. 7.30 to 8 o'clock, it's like clockwork every day. But it's not my cup of tea. The reason is because I don't see a culture, partly because I don't see a culture of honor that is found within the media. I don't see a culture of honor that is found within society in general. And in fact, very few employers adopt a culture of honor when it comes to their employees. Now, I don't know where you work. I don't know the atmosphere where you work. But if you are working and there is a culture of honor where somebody honors one another, where it honors their employees, I would think, wow, great. I've come across, I've heard, I don't know whether it's Virgin Airlines, what's his name? I don't know whether that's true. I heard that there is a culture of honor. So for a culture of honor to be installed in any organization, church, family, whatever, we have to install it in. It doesn't come like that. We have to install it in. We have to bring it in. We have to learn how to honor one another. We have to honor one another. So we have to develop that culture. Say develop. We have to make up that culture. Okay? So we have to learn how to not only tolerate one another, we have to learn how to celebrate one another. Can I get an amen? Okay, we have to learn how to, not to tolerate one another, to serve. There is a lot of tolerated relationships that goes on in church life. i say that again. There is a lot of tolerated relationships that goes on in church life. We sometimes tolerate each other. We put up with each other. But the Bible don't tells us to do that. 
this morning. Romans 12 verse 10 says this to us. Love one another with brotherly affection. Oh, I love the word outdo. 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 Somebody says outdo. Outdo one another in showing honor. Outdo. Now, as you have said many times, I'm no scholar in the English language, but outdo for me is more than do. Is that correct? Some of you that are scholars here. Is that correct? Is outdo more than do? Okay? We have to learn to outdo one another in showing honor. So I want to talk about two things this morning when it comes to honor. A couple of things. Okay, I want, I've broken it down to two things because we can talk so much about this. I don't want to bore you to tears. A um, couple of things. I want to talk about think honor. Somebody say, think honor. Okay, scripture says this in Philippians. It says... Finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, there is any excellence, there is any worthy of praise. Think on these things. So we have to think honor. You don't think it, if it's not on your mind, it's not going to happen. We have to think of honor. We have to meditate on honor. We have to chew on it. We have to make it something that is important. Something I've learned about honor is this. Honor has got to be earned. Honor has got to be earned. Honor is not something that is deserved. That means each and every one of us have to be in a place where we actively think it's important. If I honor Nelson uh, with, I don't know, a good curry, it's always good. If I honor Nelson with a good curry, okay, he's going to have to find a way to honor me. He's going to have to find a way. Well, he doesn't cook curry. Don't cook curry? No. But he'll find a way, he'll have to find a way to honor me. And the problem that exists, guys, is because when it comes to a culture of honor, it cannot just go one way. Because the person gets fed up. That's truth. Okay? Relationship doesn't, just go one way. I give, 
and give and give and give. I honor, I honor, I honor, I honor, I honor, and then I've got fed up of honoring because nothing comes back to me. Honor is two ways. And some of us are very good at honoring others with whatever. It's not the issue of giving here. It's not an issue of what we give. It's not an issue of what we are honoring about. It is an issue of an action of honor. When is the last time you told somebody, well done? That's honor. Hello? What is the last time you told somebody, well done? That's honor. Nelson, well done for doing the chairs today. Honor. So we cannot be flippant in this culture of honor. Everybody, everyone, every single one of us have to be active in a role of honor. Some of us wants to receive honor, but we don't want to give it. Who doesn't like to receive honor? I've never met anybody that doesn't like to receive honor. Everybody appreciates a text every now and again. A text comes through, say, hey, well done. Hey, you're blessed. Hey, you are encouraged. And some of us are just not very good at it. But we like to receive it. So we have to learn to think honor, to develop a culture of honor in our mind and our hearts. Because if it's not important for us, it will never happen. It will never transpire happen. And here's the thing. I've served in church life for, I don't know, 28, 29 plus years. Maybe 15, 16 of that involved in leadership. So I've been on both sides of things. I've served churches, I've served leaders, I've served God through leaders, I've done that. Talking up from a personal perspective this morning. And I've been in a place where it's right to honor leaders. And I've been in a situation where leaders has been honored as gods. That's wrong. But there is a place for honor. There is a balance for honor. I've heard people say, I don't want to honor this leader because I don't want them to get big for their boots. Well, that's not right. You can't throw the baby out. What's that phrase says? With the bathwater. Uh, I actually learned this in this country. I didn't know this before. And I actually uh, find that really hard to translate that in our language. Yeah. 
I don't think it exists in our language, to throw the baby out with the bathwater. If I translate it in our language, uh, someone may call the police. <laughs> so it's checking baby out. By the way, um, it's good to have my cousin here with me and, uh, and his girlfriend and uh, played the bass for us this morning. Wasn't that awesome? His brother, is a, his brother is a drummer, he's a bass player, his dad is the lead guitar, so um, I'm, we do mess about when I, when I go. So we honor him this morning and welcome him. So people said, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other, because we don't want leaders to get too big to their boots. We don't, want to, um, we don't want to go over the top. We don't want to do this. We don't want, want to do that. So what happens is then is there is no appreciation for somebody. And when you take away the appreciation of somebody, you take away the principles of honor then it transpires within the church. Hear me out this morning, guys. And, and some of us, as you, maybe you've journeyed in, in other churches, uh, baby saying amen over there, um, transpire from other churches and you've come here, maybe you've had a journey of, maybe you've been hurt also, maybe you've come from a background where uh, leaders have just taken advantage and done things. So I do understand all of that. We've been there, we've seen it. But we have to be careful to not throw the baby out with the bath water. Okay? Just because somebody has abused honor doesn't make honor a wrong thing. Just because somebody has abused leadership doesn't mean make leadership the wrong thing. Just because somebody hasn't been accountable doesn't mean everybody is unaccountable. Are we, are we hearing this, guys? It's important that we remain balanced within the Word of God and allow the Word of God to change us because this is what happens. The enemy tends to use what we've gone through, the abuse, the hurt, the disappointments, and all that nonsense that goes on, and change your heart in such a way that you can't trust anymore. You can't trust in a leader, you can't trust in a way of things, you can't trust, and everything then goes at the other end of the spectrum that causes us not to do some of the principal things that helps us. I was, uh, I'll, I'll say that for uh, Carol and, and mum at the back, and I was visiting uh, Ghana, Accra, a couple of years ago, I think it was, just before COVID. And uh, I got a good friend of mine who, uh, who is one of the bishops in Accra with the Methodist Church. And, and he said, um, and guys, this is Methodist. We're not talking Pentecostal, by the way, if you think this is just Pentecostal stuff. So I was, um, I was there, and I was traveling, and, and they looked after me well. 
And, and he said, Chris, he said, oh, some of the guys wants to carry your Bible. And I said, I'm well capable of carrying, you know. And, and he said, no, that's, that's what they want to do. So <clears throat> I've learned something that we have to be careful to mix culture with honor. Culture is not honor. The things that we do in our culture sometimes, sometimes is not helpful for our egos. I'll say that again. Things that we do in our culture is not helpful for our egos. So we have to become balanced and we have to allow, say allow, allow the word of God to bring balance to our lives. Having said that, I am, I've been in position here in this country where leaders have been mistreated, disregarded, and treated poorly and badly. Which one is right? So, we need to come in the middle somewhere. We need to apply balance. And we have to have a culture of balance. So this morning, we have to think of it. We have to think and develop a culture that is honoring, that is balanced, that is healthy for church. And I say this, it doesn't only apply to leaders, but it applies to all of us. We have to adopt a culture where we learn to uphold one another, we learn to pray for one another, we learn to be there for one another. Because if we do all these things that is right, it sets a good, 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 excellent relationship to even correct one another. Now, very, very, very rare, we've come to a place, and I'm talking generally with my experience of traveling and being in other churches, to see a congregation that is able to correct one another. Yet the Bible talks about that. It talks about submitting ourselves to one another. It's not even talking about leadership here. It's talking about submission to one another. We can't mention submission unless we talk about honor. Can I get an amen? Do you agree? We have to talk about honor. So if you know I honor you and you honor me, you will receive correction from me and vice versa. But the culture of honor has to be developed. The culture of honor has to be brought in into the congregation. It has to be brought in into the church. Number two, show honor. Show honor. Scripture, Romans 12, 10. Outdo one another in showing honor. How do you show honor? 
It's going to be brave. How do we show honor? Now everybody sees prayer. Show honor is out of my way. Showing honor is a pain. Showing honor makes me work. Showing honor is not often something that is found within we talked about culture, within our culture. Oh, I'm not used to welcoming people in my house. I'm not used to doing this. I'm not used to doing that. I'm not used to be welcoming. I'm quite a private person, and I'm quite like my own kind of space. We have to change. We've got to change. We've got to change and become somebody that shows honor. Part of the plan that we are bringing into the church for discipleship, for pastoral care, is showing honor. But it works vice versa. It works with one another. We have to take it upon ourselves to connect and stay in touch with one another. It's good to receive a message and an encouragement. But I'd like to receive one. As a pastor of the church, I'd like to receive... I'll, I'll put it out there, guys. I'd like to receive an encouragement every now and again. Is that wrong? So we have to show honor. We have to display honor. We have to be encouraging. And the more we do it, the more people are encouraged, people are blessed, the more relationship is built, the more the enemy can't get in, the more there is strength, the more we can pray, we can trust God, we can have difficult conversation. It goes on and on and on and the church becomes strong strong apparently apparently I am in a position to receive double honor So send two text messages. Don't send one. Send two. Double honor. If you give me double honor, I will give you double honor. That's how it works. And just in case you don't, you're wondering what I'm talking about, it's found in 1 Timothy 5.17. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. It's there. 
We need to develop a culture of honor. It's very, it's at times, I, I thought this morning, I thought this morning and, and last night, uh, maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't read out this scripture. Maybe if I was visiting a congregation, it would have been easier. But hey, this is the word of God. This is the word of God. So we have church to develop a culture of honor. Honor is not just to do with money. I want to make that very clear this morning. It's to do about encouraging one another, building one another, strengthening one another, praying for one another, loving one another. It's all part of that, of developing a healthy culture for our church. Because when we develop a healthy culture for our church, when other people come, other people do the same. Okay. Monkey see, monkey do. Not saying you're monkeys. It's just a phrase. Monkey see, monkey do. People see, people do. And sometimes a bad environment, bad situation, people see that and people do exactly the same. I'm just going to finish on this. One of the, um, I don't know about Bev, but one of the uh, ways that helped me to, to establish balance church leadership. We don't get everything right, guys, but um, one of the reasons that helps us, helped me to bring balanced leadership is this is having been in a place where I have been hurt by leaders. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, that all things come together for good, for the love, for those who love God. Sometimes we have to experience something bad to not go that way. To turn around to go another way sometimes you have to feel how people feel sometimes we go through a situation guys where we are hurt somebody does it to you don't disregard that and I'm not saying this morning it's okay but I'm saying this it teaches us how to treat people better it teaches us, it teaches me how to bring balance, leadership. And it's always helpful. I've, I've heard so many leaders said, if I could turn the clock, maybe I wouldn't do this, or I wouldn't do that, or I wouldn't do the other. This morning I want to encourage you to adopt a culture of honor in your house. To adopt a culture of honor in church. To adopt a culture of honor at work. Honor somebody. Buy a card for someone. 
Just write something in it. Just send a text to somebody. Watch a video, just finish on this. Watch a video the other day of somebody went into McDonald's. I think it was in America. Went into McDonald's and said, in the next half hour, whoever comes through the door, whatever the order is, it's free. It's been paid for. And people were crying. Act of kindness. Act of honor. They say, well, why did he have to do this? Is, has that got to be a reason? No. Let's adopt the culture of honor. Let's break this thing that says, oh, there's got to be a reason. No. No reason. I just want to be kind. No reason. I just want to give. No reason. I just want to be honorable. Because we are the child of God. We want to be a blessing to somebody. So here's a challenge. This coming week, who are you going to honor? And what are you going to do? I just put it out there. Who are you going to honor? And what are you going to do? Don't just listen to this message and say, hey, it was a nice message this morning. Act on it. Because if we act on it, we're going to develop this culture of honor. Let's stand together. Thank you, Jesus. Father God. Father, I pray this morning that you help us to adopt this culture of honor. That we are in a healthy place to honor one another, to celebrate one another, not just tolerate, to appreciate one another as part of our church. I pray that some of us that finds this difficult, I pray that you help us for whatever reason. And if there is any hurt, there, disappointment, things that's happened in the past because we don't longer want to honor. Lord, I pray that you speak to us this morning for your word. That you help us to develop that culture of honor. To honor one another. To be a blessing to each other. Speak to us, I pray. And this week to come, I pray that you highlight people in our lives. It doesn't have to be believers. could be un, uh, uh, bo- not born again believers. People that we know, people come across, that we may change and affect their lives. We can be a, uh, a, a place of kindness where we can bless someone. I pray that in the name of Jesus. Oh, no.